All right, my goal is to get out of here in 15 minutes. That requires proper participation. I want to hear your thoughts, but only if they're constructive and they have purpose. Sorry for the microphone. It's not just for authority. It's also for anybody that might be watching online. All right. You guys know that we are the church. That's been something that I have been trying to relay to you guys for years now. It's what we see in the Bible. It's not at all about this building or what we do. I've even been starting to refer to this as our Sunday morning gathering, not coming to church because we are the church. And Rimrock downtown is in such a sweet spot. Those of you that have been a part of this for the last six, seven years, you can reflect and see that we're in just a whole different ballgame now than we were in years past in terms of people who are committed to this being their community, people with talent and skills, resources, people with passion of what to do. And so what we want to start doing is coming together so we can collectively think through, discuss where we feel like God wants us to go. And so with that, this idea of where God wants us to go, I'm going to pray right now. Just, I know the Spirit's here, but just invite him even more so into this time. God, we are your people. We feel like you have called us to this time and this place together to do your will. And so we ask that your will would be shown to us, that you would give us uh, insight into how we should operate individually, but right now collectively, that you would give us just some form of understanding um, of where Rimrock downtown is supposed to go. Spirit, we invite you in to this time fully without restriction. Satan, I stand against you now in the name of Jesus. Be gone. You must bow to him. All right. Amen. So there's just two forms to this time. The first one is to look at kind of a newly developed structure for Rimrock. Not just Rimrock downtown, but Rimrock as a whole. A while back, it was presented to me um, by Ben, the head pastor of Rimrock. Are you guys wanting to become a church plant, or do you want to stay a second campus? Because it seems like you guys are operating as a church plant. You know, we were definitely that freewheeling, teenage mindset. We do what we want. Those older people up the hill, they might support us a little bit, but they're not going to control us. Right? <laughs> I'm not the only one that's thinking that, right? And so as I thought and prayed through that, I made a pros and cons list between like church plant and second campus. And for me, the pros far outweighed, they were far heavier when it came to second campus than it was for being a church plant. And as I presented this back to Ben, knowing who Ben is, if you guys know him, he's just an incredible head pastor to have where he more or less says, do what you guys want to do, but we are here to support you. And so it's almost as if we get the best of both worlds as being a second campus. And there's this idea of that support and that unity that can just strengthen both us as well as the main campus. And so I got handouts as well, pass half that way, and there will also be one up on the screen as well that kind of shows you the structure that we came up with. Most of them have double backing. I'll take those. No idea how many we have, so feel free to share. Everybody have one? 
So on the front of it, somebody read the big letters, size 72 font on the right-hand side. So that's kind of the philosophy out of which we're operating. A two-campus church. One church, two campuses. We are unified, but yet we are operating in our diverse, God-given passions. And you can see the unity is the top half. So you'll notice that membership is right underneath the underlying name. We are a congregational-run church. Is that the correct term, churches? So we're a congregational-run church. That means everything comes down to the membership's voting, especially when it comes to like a new building or a new pastor. All of that first has to be approved by the membership. And so if you're not a member, here's kind of a thought of why you should maybe be a member. I know it seems like a kind of a corny, cliche church thing to do, but with this, and it's so simple to become a member, you then have the ability to formally help make choices for the church. Right? We're not a pastor-run church. We're not an elder board-run church. We're a membership-run church. Right? We are the church. And underneath that, you see the core values, beliefs. Those can be found on our website. Vision, um, a community being transformed by Jesus. That's a Rimrock's vision, a community being transformed by Jesus. The mission is to, somebody help me with this one, it's so catchy, used to be on the wall, experience God, embrace grace, and engage others. And so I know that's just kind of not hip or catchy, but it's so universal and so broad, and we want to remain one church and so we have the same vision and the same mission. And how we live that out, how we apply that, is completely up to us as well as up to the main campus's um, decision. So underneath that, we also have elders, ministry board, and the senior pastor. If you have any questions about who those individuals are, how often they gather, please come and talk to me. But the elders and the ministry board are more or less like an advisory board, like really wise people that come together once a month and you, you pitch ideas, present ideas before them, and they kind of pray and think through them as well. And then senior pastor. So Ben is the pastor of both campuses. But at this point, it splits into the diverse. And you can see that the main campus has a question mark. Main seemed a little bit too proper slash authoritative, and so they're still trying to figure that out. Derek thought it was cool. So we'll see how it all lands with the name. Johnson Siding didn't quite seem to fit. But you have Johnson Siding and Downtown. And then underneath that, you see each one has its own track. So Campus Pastor, currently that is me for Downtown, as well as Ben for Up the Hill. And there's a partnership between that. Um, if you keep scrolling down, Josh, below that you see support staff. And so this is the idea of using collective resources collectively. So it's like why, if we were a church plant, why would we have to go through the hassle of bringing in admin, bringing in accounting, bringing in scheduling, bringing in coordinating, right? We don't really have that currently, and so it would be so much on a few people. And we have excellent staff up at the main campus that do this. And so this is the idea of like unified. It's like why not use what we have most efficiently or effectively? But then below that, it kind of continues to branch out into our own ministries. And then our unique strategies to accomplishing vision and mission. And ultimately, it all should lead to us bringing glory to God. So it's nice to have something in front of you, right? Instead of it just being hypothetical, theoretical. 
Is there any questions on this? Like, I guess, what are your questions about the structure of Rimrock? One church, two campuses. Yes, Miss Brady. Yep. Do we go through the, like, the membership you said can vote on those things, or do we have to take them to the elders and the ministry board? That's a great question. So it depends on how big it is. I was told that the membership only needs to vote on big things, like a new building, a pastor, things like that. Otherwise, it'll be basically all handled in-house. And so you can bring it to me or to Josh or to my mom, right, people in charge of the ministries. And then if need be, and most likely, we'll just present it to the elders just so that way we can hear other people's thoughts on it. But it all basically just stays in Rimrock downtown. So that's a major thing we want to, like, avoid is just, like, because in the past, I feel like we didn't understand what was going on. We were just, like, this small little spot and there's this big nebulous that swallowed up our money and swallowed up our ideas and we were just trying to figure out our own thing and so we're trying to really remain um, diverse in this way and really unified as a campus it's a really good question yeah Absolutely. And that's been a big thing. So those of you that might be watching online, this idea of like elders, how represented are, is Rimrock downtown within the elder board? And we're not, apart from me. But the problem is, whenever I've recommended elders, which there's like a new elder, two elders are brought in every year, there's no members downtown, and you have to be a member to be an elder. So are you now a member, Chris? Yeah, Derek, are you now a member? Right? These different people that I brought up is like, I'm sorry, legally we can't do this. And so again, if you want to, there's so many people within this church that have the ability to be an elder, right? and women can serve on the ministry board in different fashions, become a member so that way we can be more firmly represented. And that's something that I brought this up before Ben, and he just said, you know, it's going to take two, three, four, five years, but this is our goal, is to have equal representation in the elder board slash ministry board. Yep. Yeah. So we are one uptown. Nice. Uptown girl. Right. <laughs> Josh is going. So we are one church. So you're a member of Rimrock. Period. And we want to hang on to that. Yes. Say that again. How do the elders feel about downtown? And so I was thinking the same thing. And so the elders, the elders are just extremely wise, compassionate individuals that I've been presenting uh, Rimrock Downtown to and the vision for Rimrock downtown, downtown for years. And so they understand who we are, somewhat understand who we are, because they're not here. But they have a real strong desire to support us. You know, um, give you one example, a guy named Lee DeLang, he is the chairman of the board, right, which is basically the top spot that you can be. Um, he and Mark and a guy named Jonathan, you've seen him preach up here, and Derek and I have been meeting every week all summer long to talk about the culture of Rimrock downtown that we want to develop. And so he is fully involved with our conversations about that and is very supportive of that. 
So it's it's really good as it is, but I don't know. For me, if you want somebody to truly support a community, they have to be a part of that community because otherwise how can they really know it? And so that's the idea is over the next couple of years, we'll get more and more of us on that board. You got any questions, Judah? I know this is really exciting. For sure. Um, pros for the church plant. Um, we could just do what we wanted to do. That we weren't hindered at all by this like floating headboard that had no clue really what was going on. Um, and that we could just fully give all our money to our church and it wouldn't get lost. Um, those are like the two big ones. And a big part of it is just really that independent spirit that I have. I think some of you have it as well, but just wanting to like see what God does as we step out in faith, you know, just kind of a, I don't know if that should have been our view, but that kind of using the Bible to support how important it is to like step away from what's good. Um, so I think those would be the three, but what's nice is that one, the elder board, um, is slowly coming alongside and understanding who we are. Um, two, and we're going to talk about this during the second half of our meeting, but all money given from Rimrock Downtowners stays within Rimrock Downtown. And so we are uh, operating independently in a lot of ways financially. And so that's not even, wasn't even needed to be considered as a pro. Um, and the third one, it's just because of who Ben is, we can continue to do what we want to do and step out, but still gain the benefits of, um, like I showed you, the support staff, things like that. And so it's just, yeah. Yeah, Aaron. It hasn't. And basically it all falls under senior pastor. We use them very little, but it's nice to use them the ways that we can. And it basically all falls under Ben. And Ben and I currently have a very unified relationship, and so there's no struggle in that regard. And I just let him handle all of that. It's kind of, I'm a bivocational pastor, so I have another business. I do my own thing, and I'm kind of approaching it with that mindset as well, is that a lot more of this falls onto Ben and onto his support staff to help us. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, Derek. Uh, I just kind of want to add, like, us staying attached. We both campuses recognize that that takes a lot more intention to be unified. So it's not like it's just us down here. Like, main campus realizes we need to be more intentional about working together because we are going to be together. So I, I just want you guys to know that, like, we realize in order to stay connected, we need to do more stuff connected and keep that, those, like, yeah, that's really good. And so just to repeat that too, this idea of being intentional about being a multi-campus unified church. And so with that, we're talking like three times a year, have like a large collective gathering. 
Um, for example, this next Sunday, they're doing their annual, I don't know if there's a picnic this year, but baptism and all of that. Um, unfortunately, we're finishing up our series in Acts, so we're not going to be a part of that with them. But some, doing something like that, just coming together in the summertime in order to just enjoy our fellowship. Right? Another Christian cliche word for you, but the fellowship. Um, as well as Easter, and it talked about doing another collective service at some point, um, just to kind of have very intentional means of staying unified. Because um, it's just like, like Derek mentioned uh, at the end of his sermon, there's just this like army marching forward against darkness, and it's like, why not have more of us united? Right? You look at there's like 45 churches in Rapid City, and I have no idea who 44 of those individuals that run the church, who are part of those churches, it's just like we're so divided and so we want to remain unified, at least within Rimrock, for all that that can bring. And it takes intentionality. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, we still very much, maybe we're like kids in their early 20s now, right? But we're still like so inexperienced when it comes to things. Ben's been a pastor for like 12, 13, 14 years and has a ton of experience. Elders have been doing this for a long time. Mike, you've been doing this for 35 years. It's just like there's so much wisdom that we need to have on our side. That's what I was just going to say. I was thinking the like same exact thing. And I've heard Lee, the chairman of the board, say this, that the main campus at times could be seen as a bit too complacent, too comfortable, and he likes to see what we're doing down here to, like, spur them to, like, do new things, to, like, step out, to more reach out to the community rather than be this, like, padded, chaired, bubble-style uh, church approach. And so...
And how much say would you have in the future when life happens? So becoming a member, and philosophically, we can talk about that some other time, but it's as simple as sharing your testimony before two people that are a part of the church and agreeing to the um, belief and vision or core values and the beliefs of the church. Um, But that is kind of how Rimrock as a whole is structured is as a congregational church and spend that way. Who knows for how long it's in the bylaws. And so by remaining unified, that is just kind of a part of how it needs to be. So, and I would love at some point just to talk one-on-one and just kind of hear your thoughts. Cause I wasn't, I didn't think I was a member until I became a pastor, but apparently my parents influenced me when I was 16, must <laughs> had some sort of spirit led deal. And I became, <laughs> who knows if I was sober, Yeah, but it's just, I'm with you. So, <laughs> but I'm with you on that. But it's just kind of the more that Ben's been presenting this, it's just it is the way it is. And if we want to be a part of the church, then we just need to do that simple thing. And your name goes on a register, and I can understand how that makes you feel uncomfortable. And it's like, man, I'm not just a sheep in the herd. I don't want to just follow along. I want to be a child of God and do my own thing. But it's just as simple as getting your name on there and then the power that comes from that. Absolutely. Specifically with the leaders that we have, Ben is just a hallmark leader, and he's just all about finding out what people want. He's not at all authoritative. No. So in order to keep it within the 15 minutes that we're already five minutes past, go ahead and flip it over, and if you want to come up, we're going to talk money. Um, depending upon how you're wired, spreadsheets may or may not kind of click your back. Um, but I think one of the things it does, the financial report does a couple different things. One, it gives you an opportunity to get a snapshot of where we're at as a church financially, but also it gives us a chance to look at what God is doing and we can share the excitement of that as well as the challenge in going forward in that. Okay, so a couple areas I want to highlight and then uh, those who like to can read more in detail. Go down about two-thirds of the page where it says Rimrock Downtown Offering History. As we looked at this, this is incredible. And this is really an indicator of what God is doing. Money is not the only way as far as indicating what God's doing, but it's a part of the way because people respond to where God's leading them and the vision that God's and the change that God is making in their lives. So you'll see the, the fiscal years, July 1st through June 30th, 1718, we took in about $24,000. Next year, about 31000 It clicked. The next year, about 71000 and so to have a 128%, is that what it is? 128% increase in a year where the virus hit and all kinds of different things kind of just tipped our boat is incredible. I think in part is, not in part, totally is where God was leading Rimrock Downtowners. And then the cool thing about that was how Rimrock Downtowners responded to God's encouragement. So that's huge, huge, huge uh, thing to be excited about what God's doing. Okay, and then next year, as far as where we're going, the budget as they sat down with the guys and the staff, we're looking at a need of about $103,000. And so that's the challenge, is that next year as we continue in the ministry, let me back up a little, little backstory. is Rimrock's about pushing decisions and responsibility down to the front lines. 
And so when we create budgets, it's not somebody on the finance team or the senior pastor or the administrative pastor putting numbers together. They're asking those on the front line, what is it going to take to do what you want to do next year? As you pray about it, as you think about it, what is it going to take to help finance that? And so that's where the $102,000 came from. But it's a challenge. Another 45% this year, that's a challenge. And the beauty of Rimrock, the beauty of our personal lives, is we'll use what God gives us. So if 72 comes in, that's what we'll spend. If 165 comes in, that's where we're at. But that's, that's the challenge. And the challenge came from the ministry leaders sitting down here and saying, what is it that's going to take to do the kids, the worship, the connection, the outreach, and so on? So anyway, so that's, the, that's where we're heading. Um, let's go to the top of the page. Uh, just a little bit of a snapshot, and this is where kind of the the, uh, the second campus advantage comes in. Uh, you'll see the fiscal year end. This is last year's fiscal year. So we had a general fund offering of 70, 71000 down here, but our total um, expense was, was uh, about $80,000. So then the main campus, or not even the main campus, but the general ministry at Rimrock made up the difference. So as we walk into this year, we've got $102,000. That's our goal. If we don't come up with that, then they'll help us, you know, along with good stewardship and questions like that. They'll come alongside of us and help us provide that. But as Evan mentioned, and one of the beauties of where we're going forward with the sister campus, if 110 is spent, is, is received, 100 is spent, then that $10,000 goes into a designated account for Rimrock Downtown's future. So you talk about building, as you talk about this or talk about that, any excess funds can roll into a fund that can be used later on. Questions about that or so far or comments? But it's incredibly exciting to see kind of just, it's commitment to God that provides the commitment to supporting a ministry. Kind of below that, the expense and budget, that's just the, the details of that as far as how it's broken down. One of the things at Rimrock, we want to make sure that everything's above reproach as far as just shared. There's a lot more details, but this is kind of an executive report of how your monies are being spent. So you can see what Evan makes, what Derek makes. You know, we've got education expense to improve their guys' ministry. We've got rent, on and on and on. One of the things we put in this year, because as we walk towards the second campus, as we walk in life personally, it's nice to have, it's important to have, it's vital to have a cash reserve. Because the ebb and flow of, of finances and expenses, you want to make sure you have a cushion, an emergency fund. So if the sound system goes south, by the end of the year, hopefully we'll have a cash reserve that we can go there and pick up the need for that instead of having to you know, put out a hat or going without. So the rest of it's just detail. We also have a couple of designated reports, again, just to put everything on a piece of paper right along the bottom. Um, you can see that Rimrock Downtown Campus facility started last year with $8,600, ended up with 50, ministry minus 14, we maintained that. But what happened last year, and that was part of that emergency fund, we just needed sound equipment. We needed to get ourselves up to date, especially, and it worked out really well with the COVID thing as far as the live streaming. But that's, that's the, where the extra money's going into as we walk through the end of the year. So comments, questions?
you like this, this is fun. If you don't, it's just kind of, but it's, but it's important. It's really important. Chris. What we've done in the yep, perfect question. What we've done in the past is you do personally. You you've, as you go through the year, the finance team meets once a month or once a quarter, depending upon the time, and we look at that and, and we'll give reports to Evan and Derek as well. So as you walk through the course of the year, you evaluate where you're at. If you don't have enough money for a Toyota, you buy whatever. So you so you kind of walk through and you don't get to that point where it says, oh crap, we're twenty thousand dollars. We just know where we're at. But I think also, and I think I can speak, I'm not in the same position, but I think I can speak for them. If downtown is great stewards, then there's no limit. I'd say no limit. But they're, there's, they're behind you guys 100%. So I just don't know that. Does that make sense? So it doesn't really answer your question, but I think it's twofold. One is that as you go through, you evaluate. If you don't have enough money for the things that you thought you wanted to have, you just don't buy it. But then as you walk through life and there's other things that just come your way and taking advantage of opportunities, there'll be some. But that's also the challenge to us. You know, Derek, you know, maybe in January of 2021 said, man, we're 20,000 behind. And you kick in, you pray and see what you want to do to kind of pick up the slack. So it's, again, does that make sense? So I think that's the beauty of a sister, of a, of a second campus is you've got the entire Room Rock ministry behind you, but you also have, you know, your boots on the ground, your skin in the game to make up the difference. Anything else? Thanks, Pops. Let me just add one thing to this. So we are like semi-self-sufficient, kind of as Mark said or uh, Aaron said. Um, and so we need to really be focused on how much money we give in order to just run this church, this community. But we also need a new building. And so what we're going to do is set apart a Rimrock Downtown Building Fund. Just be designated. You can put it on the check. You can put it on online giving. If and when you feel led to give extra money, if you already have feel led to give to Rimrock's just general expenses, there will just be a fund sitting waiting for us when God brings us the building. And I'm going to talk more about the building most likely next week during my sermon, just where I feel like God is going. Um, I just want to let you guys know right now that that money that you want to give just towards Rimrock Downtown stays in Rimrock Downtown, but also towards the building itself. If you see the importance of that vision, it'll just be waiting for us when God gives it to us. Good. Should we be done? All right, let's pray real quick just to bring our minds back to where, where they need to be. God, once again, I just vocalize that we are yours, that this community, what we bring to the table individually and collectively, we just place into your hands. 
Thank you for putting us here in this place at this time. Thank you for just making us your workmanship. Ephesians 2.10, we are your workmanship created for good things in Christ Jesus that have been laid out ahead of us to be our way of life. God, that's what we want. Just continue to guide and direct us. Amen.